It's just so dumb because then you're not even getting the value of taking their shit. <laughs> it's gonna work. It's so it probably would too, which is the most <laughs> annoying part. I take your card and just immediately sacrifice it. It's so stupid. Oh, thank you for this. Dead. Hey guys, welcome back to Casual Commander. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we continue our review of Lost Caverns of Ixalan this week. So last week we obviously did the set review. This week we're going to be doing the Commander deck review. So real quick, before we get into the deck review, we actually have a correction from our last episode. So I wanted to get it out here because, you know, the rules, rules lawyers corrected me on our Discord channel. The descend mechanic, tokens do not trigger it. So we said yeah. they do. They do not. So technically, the descend only works with permanent cards. Mm -hmm. A token, while a permanent and a card is not <laughs> a permanent card. Chris, Chris, see, you're getting you're getting wound up. And sometimes permanents are just the die that we have laying around because we don't have a choice because we don't have the token. Yes, but there's supposed <laughs> to be a permanent. There's supposed to be a card. Yeah, I know. Anyway, basically what it means is it, it boils down to like an actual card with a real name on it is a yeah. permanent card. Mm -hmm. So like if it comes from your deck, it's a permanent card. If it comes from outside the game, it's a permanent card. If you take control of it and it somehow ends up in your graveyard. It's a permanent card. So for anyone thinking this is having you rethink token strategies, it probably shouldn't because a lot of times those triggers that work with permanence just say permanence and tokens are permanence and they do enter the graveyard, but they de then after that, they don't technically exist anymore. So state-based actions, they go away. So it's, it's a weird caveat that Descend has that we didn't really pick up on. That mm -hmm. says specifically a permanent card. And so, you know, you're still doing board wipes and killing a bunch of tokens, all that. Seeing creatures enter the graveyard, that still triggers all that stuff. Yep. They're everything but a card, essentially. Yep. So, I mean, let's be real. Descend is probably going to be a parasitic mechanic. So, mm, yeah, it's it's going to be a one and done, probably. Yeah. I still think it's pretty decent, especially I think it has its place in like, especially recursion decks I could or, see or it mill pairing. decks. Oh, yeah, I could see it being something that also they work into the dungeon mechanic. Yeah, maybe, you know, I mean, literally just it fits because you're in a cave, you can be in a, a dungeon like it just it just could work. Descend into the dungeon. Yeah, how cool would that be? Yeah. So I could see that anyway. So quick correction from last week. Sorry about that. Our, our rules lawyers got me today on Discord. As a Platinum Rewards level judge, I'm a little embarrassed because I didn't pick up on it. You you should know better, Tim. So. Uh, what can I say? I am always drunk on this show. Also fair. Thank you, Ryan, <laughs> for the correction. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way, what do you say we do some deck review? Oh, no, I thought... I thought that was it. I thought we had to. Oh, that's the whole episode? Well, no, I thought we, because we got it so wrong. Oh, we just I give think, up now? Yeah, we're done. Oh, that's the end of the podcast? Yeah. That's it? We, I think we always joke about it, but we need to f figure out what's actually going to do it. And I think this could be it. 
This is this is the moment right here. We get <laughs> one right. small rule wrong on a brand new set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. It feels right. You're right. It's I didn't know the difference between a permanent a card and a permanent card. Frankly, you're an idiot. I'm pretty dumb. I, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the first deck we're going to take a look at is Ahoy Mates. So this set, the Lost Caverns of Ixalan, has four commanders, four four decks that came out with it. And we'll do our normal thing. We'll go through the one to five ranking. And by one to five, what I actually mean is our ranking of uh, Dumpster Fire, Baby's First Deck, about a seven, was this Hermel Drain, and CEDH. And then obviously and, we completely change all those up while we review the deck anyway. I was just going to say, and pretty much anything in between because it's our show and we can do whatever we want. That's right. So let's start with the pirates. Hold on. Who has the Chrome default theme? Put dark theme, man. You're blinding me. I don't care. You're absolutely old, scorching my eyeballs. I have old eyes. This is bad for the, your old eyes. Put sunglasses on. Go easy on your old ancient eyes, all right, Chris. All right, hold on. How, how the... Anyway, all right, let's review the decks, and I'll do this later. You're going to deal with it. I got my eyes. My yeah, eyes! Just don't look at my screen. Anyway, Commander for Ahoy Mates, the pirate theme deck is Admiral Brass Unsinkable. So she is two blue, black, red for a 3-3 human pirate. When she enters the battlefield, mill four cards. At the beginning of combat on your turn, you may return target pirate creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield with a finality counter on it. It has base power and toughness for four. It gains haste until end of turn. Basically, a counter is... uh, The finality counter is a way to say... If it were to die, exile it. But it is a counter now. Instead of like a... Yeah, so you could theoretically figure out a way to remove that counter. Creature stays. You could, yeah. There are things that remove counters. Yes, there are. Good job, Tim. You could also proliferate it. If you want. (laughs) Double exile. No, like if you were uh, playing against it and you had proliferate. Oh, sure. You could also probably figure out a way to move counters. True. So what if I moved a finality counter to one of your creatures? Uh, I, there might be a way to do that. That's interesting. That's an yeah. interesting thought. So, so obviously, the pirate's deck is all about recursion, bringing pirates back from the graveyard, getting double effects. You know, it's almost like instead of casts, this is pirates. Yeah. You know, so the interesting thing about pirates, I feel they're very, I mean, they're very low cost. Like they are low cost kindred, I guess. Is it called kindred now? Do I call them tribe? Yeah, no, we talked about it. It's kindred. Like that is the, the name that they've because they started off saying typal and then I think yeah. they, they backed it to kindred. Yeah, but that that sentence just sounded weird to me, I guess is what I'm getting at, right? It's a low-powered kindred. I agree. I think I like typo better. Yeah. So I mean, I like kindred when it's referring to something. I don't know. Whatever. 
like kindred decks is fine but saying something is a kindred you're right yeah i don't like it just it just sounds weird yeah but you know so so it's a very low like mana cost they all like work together kind of thing so i i get kind of what the the deck is going for but you know she's fine i mean at the beginning of combat in your turn you get one target creature back yeah I, and and it's not even like if when she enters or attacks mill four cards i mean the good news is she doesn't have to attack to get creatures back too, though which is nice that is fair. It's just a static ability so you could figure out ways to cheat creatures you know and get some big beefy things back it seems like this is going to be people are going to build around this to do like rogue slash pirate uh demir well i guess grixis uh self mill yeah i i think i think the original version of of her admiral beckett brass is better so that's um, other pirates get plus one plus one at the beginning of your end step gain control of target not land permanent controlled by a player who was dealt combat damage by three or more pirates this turn um I mean, they work really well together, but I actually feel like her original was better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, she is in red, so I could see you doing extra combats. That could be cool. Self-mill and extra combats just get m- multiple yeah. Uh, creatures. Yeah, that's good. I could see that. So, so overall, I think as a face commander, I got to say this is a seven. I've also tech. I guess overall, I myself am not a fan of pirates. Like I just, I the 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 kindred has never interested me. In the same way, yeah. So like, I like what pirates do, but it's kind of like zombies, where I I don't have a zombie deck because it's so saturated. Mm, that's you know, fair. so it's fun to see pirates. Like I really enjoy Pay of the Plunderer. There are specific pirates that I like, but to make a pirate kindred deck i feel like i i don't think i'd like that so i might be a little harsh that's fair the so we have obviously talked about admiral beckett brass one of the alternate commanders uh tim what's the other new alternate commander yeah so the new one is don andres the renegade costs one blue black red for a four three vampire pirate uh it says each creature you control but don't own gets plus two plus two has menace and death touch and is a pirate in addition to its other types. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell you don't own, create two tapped treasure tokens. So this is definitely a lot of like messing with other people's decks. And that's, that's getting weird. Well, it's in red. If you th- like, if you think about it, that's kind of what red has been moving towards is getting stuff from other people's decks. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like. What cards would go really good with him? So like Evelyn the Covetous, I guess. Breaches Brazen Plunderer, which I think is a new card. Actually, no, it's Commander Legends. Um, yeah, no. So uh, three and a red for a legendary goblin pirate uh, with who is three three with menace and says whenever one or more pirates you control deal damage to your opponents, exile the top card of each of those opponents' libraries. You may play those cards this turn, and you may spend mana as though it may have any color to do so. So like. He's he's literally the first one I looked at, and he's already messing with somebody else's deck. So that's really what this pirate is about. Like, I think if you're trying to use this guy as your commander, you probably are going to reconfigure the deck to revolve more around that. 
Because yeah, there's there's actually a lot of pirates that do that. So, mm-hmm. for example, Hostage Taker, a very very good and well known pirate card. Yeah, right. There's a new one, Ramirez de Pietro, Pillager. There's Coercive Recruiter, Malcolm Kenai Navigator. There's a lot of cards that actually do the ability that works well with with him. And you could probably fill the deck with cards that are like um, swap creatures, right? You yeah. pass off some useless token and you get whatever mm-hmm. creature that they have, right? Imagine switching like an egg for a Blightsteel. <laughs> I would. That's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. May I offer you an egg in this trying time? And also, yeah. here's g- give me your blight steel. Yeah, perfect. I hey. I like him more than I like him because I feel like I would have more fun building him as a deck. I I was gonna say the exact same thing. He seems more interesting. He uh, honestly, I think the benefit he gives he synergizes with himself really well. Like uh. Everything, everything you steal, you get gets plus two, plus two, has menace, death, touch, and gets a pirate. So all the pirates energy you're looking for mm-hmm. automatically get. And then also, if you just do that, you get two tapped treasure tokens. So they're at least trying to curb treasure in a way. Oh, slow treasure. Slow treasure. Exactly. Which is better. It, it's better. Oh, it's better. It's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the question is, is he good? Does he is does he go above this as a seven? I think. If we're going off of pure interest, yes. If we're going off of actual power level, I feel I don't know. I feel like he's got a lot of potential out of some of the ones we've seen. I I agree with you. I feel like the 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 thing to go with like commanders nowadays is do they do they draw you cards? Apparently, yeah, that's like kinda... if he had a card draw, he'd be Eldrain level for me. No yeah, exactly. Asked. Yeah, I think he's a seven. I think we're gonna see some cool like like politics coming out of him Mm -hmm. but he himself doesn't win you any games yeah i agree yeah so we'll say this is a seven i also think the other the other beckett brass is admiral beckett brass her herself is a seven uh yeah i guess but can she this is a bland seven it's a bland (laughs) seven All right, uh, new cards from this set. So, as usual, there's, what, 10 cards? There's, uh, just about, yeah. Yeah, there's some cool ones in here. Uh, I'm not super blown away with this one. So, the only, the coolest thing, I think, that comes out of this is you get Francisco Foul Marauder, <laughs> and you get a partner out of it. So, it's a one and a black... O one bird pirate and said so, uh, with flying it says Francisco foul marauder can't block whenever one or more pirates you control deal damage to a player Francisco explores and he's got partner I love so you could just I love you could just have a partner a little pirate and his partner look at that, he's a little parrot and he's gonna get hefty yeah and the nice part so explore right if you're in these colors you're you're in Grixis you're not really getting a lot of ramp but exploring mm-hmm. kind of gives you the ability to ramp. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Like, it's slow, but yeah, I really yeah. like Francisco Foul Marauder. And also just the theme, the thematic of having a pirate parrot oh, is yeah. so I, it's chef's kiss. It drives, <laughs> it upsets because I really want to play him, but I don't want to play pirates. <laughs> I don't want to play pirates. 
I I'm a fan yeah. of the Grim Captain's Locker. Three and a black for legendary artifact. It has tap surveil one and tap until end of turn. Each creature card in your graveyard has escape three and a black exile four other cards from your graveyard. We all learned that obviously escape is a balanced and fair mechanic. I, I'm going to level with you, Chris. Yeah. As, as someone who didn't play Theros when escape was big. I don't understand how it's broken, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> well, that seems like a high cost. Four mana and f- exile four yeah, cards. Yeah, but it's whatever creature you want. You you pitch, let's say let's say you pitch a, you have a, a self-mill deck, right? Because self-mill is easy to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's say you pitch a Jenga Taxis. Mm-hmm. Now he costs four mana. And that's fair, right? It just seems it seems like a high cost. It's it is good. Yeah, yeah. Un- Escape the underworld or breach the under. I forget the name of the card, but that card was like absurdly good. Yeah, right. So like escape is good. That's fair. It's just it's on paper. It seems like it's not. It seems like a very high cost, you know? I guess that's my point. It seems high, but it isn't in a long enough game. Yeah, that's fair. Very easy to cheat stuff out. Uh, I mean, we get a new vehicle, the Indomitable. Two blue-blue for a 6-6 vehicle. Trample. Whatever creature you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Crew three. You may cast it from your graveyard as long as you control three or more tapped pirates and or vehicles. So, I mean, like, the draw card is really nice. This is a vehicle like I would want to put this vehicle into my vehicles deck, mm-hmm. but it as like it's fine. You know. I don't know. I think overall, I want to have to say this. <sighs> Baby's first deck for new cards. Yeah, they're I I'm don't think they're that impressed. good. I'm not super impressed. Skeleton crew, I want to like it, but also something's telling me that it's not good. Basically, it's just like they did Pirates of the Caribbean without actually doing a universes beyond. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, yeah. it's nice. It's finally a skeleton lord, which we needed. Uh, Broadside Bombardiers is pretty good. It's it's basically like a free fling. Yeah. So that's a pretty good card, but it itself isn't that crazy. Mm. So overall fine just fine cards i yeah i really don't have much more to say i so i'm so confused oh okay okay sorry i was i was looking at gem cutter buccaneer um three and a red for a one three orc pirate artificer it says whenever gem cutter buccaneer or another pirate enters the battlefield under your control create a tapped treasure token that kind of seems good especially in this deck Yep. Uh, treasures you control are equipment in addition to their other types and have equip creature gets plus two plus O equip pirate one and equip three. Yeah. So I, if you're equipping actually, a pirate, it only costs one. It's well, kind of like it, black blade reforged. I missed the equip creature gets plus two plus O. I was like, why would you equip it? What's the point? So I just missed oh. that part. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. It's not. No, it's not bad. And honestly, for this deck, I actually do kind. Of, that one I think is probably my favorite. Really, I think just whenever a pirate enters the battlefield under your control, create a tap treasure token. Like that's. Again, it's a type. It's a. It's a kindred thing that I just. Again, it's pirates. I don't care. 
I think that's I'm the sorry, problem. pirate fans. It, Chris, if this were an enchantment card, you'd be creaming your jeans right now. I, I'd be crying <laughs> over here in excitement. <laughs> you'd be like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. It's Selesnia. <laughs> yeah, but it's got a pirate, so I don't care. Exactly. I'm I think allowed Jim to not like here. things, Tim. I'm, not, I'm allowed to not like things. Don't you get mad at me. All right, well, as the voice of reason of this Tim, podcast. this is going straight into the lich. <laughs> it's, it can't. I'll figure out a way. <laughs> a brazen borrow it. Anyway, <laughs> I think that's right. a good card. Fine, fair enough. All right, new cards from this deck, or, or creature reprints. I'm sorry. Creature reprints from this deck. Pitiless Plunderer, it is automatically a CEDH. <laughs> I don't say CEDH, but Pitiless Plunderer is a very, very good reprint. Uh, Port Razor is actually a really good reprint. In terms of the pirates, we are getting good pirate reprints. Time yeah. to navigator, get an extra turn. That's a really good card. Yep. I'm sure everyone here knows what pitiless plunderers do. And obviously everything I, I think port port, like I said, port razor, dire street ravager, like these are good pirate cards. So it is good to see them actually printing good ones. Yeah, I think I agree. every single creature in here is a pirate as well. Uh, just, I don't think there is any that, is uh, the skeleton that was a pirate? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think you're right. So I got to give this one. Was this, this is from Eldrain for the reprints. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. Instance and sorceries. We're going to flip it. Uh, They're really. Oh, they got blasphemous act. This is a seven. That was our rule. That every <laughs> has it. <laughs> It's the it's the Zatulpa of red. It really is. It's absolutely that is so apt. They put it in everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, faithless I, looting. It's fine. Again, it's one of those fine ones. Like it works well with the deck. Rakdos Charm is always a good reprint. Uh, Blood Money is pretty good, but again, that's a seven mana board wipe. It's interesting that they put Prismari Command in there just thematically. Because it's like, you know, pirates like to sing sea shanties and Prismari is like, we're wizard musicians. Yeah, but Sweet Chaos Warp, though. Good reprint of that. I, I gotta say, Baby's first deck for instant sorcery. Well, no, we gotta we gotta make it a. Oh, this that's is right. A seven. This is seven because of uh, blasphemous act. That's the and rule. That's the only reason. That's the rule. <laughs> now, the next one though, artifact enchantment reprints. There's some money here. If you are buying this deck, you are basically buying it for black market connections. I was gonna say, like that seemed like I didn't look at the price, but that seemed like a good card. This is just literally a better like Phyrexian Arena. Yeah, damn. Choose one or more. You could do all of these things. That's insane. Yeah. That's so yeah. dumb. It's great. <laughs> it's an amazing card. Why? why? That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, they, I think it was originally from uh, like D&D &D, and it's worth the $20. Yeah, like it's it such a good card. Uh, in terms of artifacts. I mean, you're getting all the signets. I do like the fact that they're really printing the original signets a lot more now. They used to only print the lockets. So now that we're getting the signets, I think that's really good. Harold's Horn is a really good reprint. Vanquisher's Banner is a really good reprint. Soul Ring, obviously, is in there. 
It's Wayfarer's Bobble. There's a Wayfarer's Bobble, Tim. That means this is Wayfarer's Wayfarer's Bobble. I love... That's my favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, overall, I know we're putting this as Wayfarer's Bobble, but actually really, really, really good value. I think it is really good. So artifacts, enchantments, good reprints in there. And this is where it crashes and burns. Shut up, Chris. Before we do anything, how many Scrylands are there? So many. All of them? I don't actually... Did I miss them? I don't think there is any. Hold on. I don't think there is any of them. There isn't a single Scryland, but there also isn't a Bajookabog. Look, you can't win them all. Baby's first deck. Literally all of the slow tap lands, like... I mean, like it's got some of the. Lands. It's got like the sunken hollow and the sulfur falls and. Yeah, but that's also basic lands, you know. Yeah, so okay. I guess sunken hollow is nice because it's fetchable. Yeah. But then also like thriving isle, thriving bluff, thriving more. Those are junk lands. I'm sorry. No, Chris, they're jump lands. They're from Jumpstart. <sighs> <sighs> God, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and baby's first deck. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, out of the box playability. I mean, it's a kindred deck, so that means it's going to be good. It's already playable. Like, it's and already it's playable. Easy. Yeah, and it's it- easy out of the deck. I got to say out of the deck for this one is this is from Eldraine. Yeah, I agree. Because while I may not like it. So for me, the fun factor is baby's first deck. You, this is the kind of deck you're going to hand to somebody and say, play this, and it's going to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I understand why you're putting Baby's First Deck for Fun Factor, and I think out of the box Fun Factor, I agree. I think uh, the the new guy would be much more fun, the Don Andres. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I He is somebody that I would consider building a deck around. Yeah. But you'd consider alas. building pirates for him? No, I would build him not pirates. <laughs> just nothing but just nothing, not a single pirate in that entire deck. <laughs> well, until they get to your side of the, the board and then they are pirates. Oh, I'll make sure I kill them immediately. I don't want a single <laughs> p- <laughs> I'll take control of other people's cards and then Ashnaut's alter them. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the anti pirate pirate deck. It's just so dumb because then you're not even getting the value of taking their shit. (laughs) It's going to work. It's so it probably would, too, which is the most (laughs) annoying part. I take your card and just immediately sacrifice it. It's so stupid. Oh, thank you for this. Dead. (sighs) Overall, I guess this averages out to a this is a seven. I would say this is probably one of our most like like we recognize the deck is a pretty good commander deck, but we don't like it. Most of the time it's flipped. Most of the time we really like the deck and it's like, it's shit. <laughs> it's, we don't like this one, you know, yeah. or like this one's not good, but we like it. But this one is really like, it's a well, other than the lands, which is, you know, obviously easy to upgrade, but out of the box, it's not a bad deck. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's definitely, this is one we always, there's always a few throughout the year where we're like if you're trying to get a friend into magic who happens to like pirates this is the deck to get them because it's easy it's simple and it seems like it'd be pretty good too exactly all right what do you say we move on to deck number two 
It's vampires. Shut up, Chris. It's my turn. All right. <laughs> this is the Dino Pyres set. You're going to let me talk. God, just read the name of the deck. Uh, it's called Blood Rites, which is just so metal. <laughs> it really is. It's like a Death Clock album. <laughs> um, the face commander is Clavelenio, First of the Blessed. He costs one white uh, black, so he is an Orzov. And he is a 2-2 vampire cleric that says whenever you attack, target attacking vampire that isn't a demon becomes a demon in addition to its other types. And it gains when this creature dies, draw a card and create a tapped 4-3 white and black vampire demon creature token with flying. I I think this is kind of cool because you just fill it up with vampires that just kind of have built in, uh, I guess, regenerate almost. Like, you turn your little 1-1 rinky-dink vampire into a 4-3 vampire demon. I mean, this couldn't be any more uh, aristocrat. This is as aristocrat as it gets. So the other nice thing that this actually does do is it doesn't specify it has to be a non-token vampire. True. You can make like, and again, you know, after last week, who knows if I know anything about tokens anymore. Bro. <laughs> you can turn a vampire token into a demon. You could have a token die and it draws you a card, which is amazing for aristocrats. And then you get another token. And then you get another it. token. Genius. Uh, the, the only thing they did self-regulate and are like, it has to be, it can't be a demon because then you make a demon. So you can't then do it again with that one. So like it's. Yeah really uh, i think this is really well done i think this is one of my favorite face commanders of this set if really? not my favorite of this set really i think so i think a face commander yeah i i you know what we're gonna talk about another one that i'm more excited for okay number four will shock you face commander yeah i don't know i like the dinosaur one I think the dinosaur one is good too. That's why I was kind of saying, but I we'll get there. We'll get okay. there. Well, then what do you what do you rank Clavit Clavileno? I who, think who came up with this name, by the way, Clavileno, Clavileno, Clavileno. Oh, is there a tilde in there? Yeah, no, you're not looking at uh, one. Oh, okay. Oh, I see the Clavileno. Like, what kind of name is that? I don't know, Chris. What kind of name is half the crap they come up with? <laughs> also fair, but this one's actually like kind of hard to say. Uh, that that's fair, but like what Admiral Brass? <laughs> that's easy. That's easy to say. It's easy, but like it's also just made up. <laughs> the word Brass is not a fake word, Tim. Ari Zev, Skyship Raider. Shut up. All right, what are you ranking, Clavileno? <laughs> I think he is Eldraine. He draws you a card. He can it not non-token, so tokens can die, draw you cards, and give you tokens. I think he's pretty good. The only thing that does have to happen is it need the, the you need to attack with it. But I think if you're attacking with little shitty like this guy is going to be so absolutely bonkers stupid in an already bonkers stupid deck with uh uh I'm blanking on his name uh, Markov Markov like how stupid does this guy make that deck? Oh look, I made a one one vampire. Now it's a four three and I draw a card. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think he, he he's going to be great I, in Tessa Karlov. 
he's going to be great in other decks. I also think he's just a kind of cool deck to build himself build around. He might, I think maybe he has more value in other decks, but I do think he does. That doesn't take away from him being a decent commander to build around. Tim, you sold me. All right. Yeah. You got me. This is from Eldraine. We'll live with it. All right. Alternate commanders. So we actually got some pretty cool ones here. Uh, we are getting a reprint of Alenda, the Dusk Rose. It's a great one. Which is a great reprint. We're getting a reprint of Vona, Butcher of Magan, which is not a great one. Not a great one. And th- <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, not a great one. Pay seven life, destroy target non-land permit. That's great. Yeah. We are getting a printing of the new card, which I just want to say the name. Bartolome del Presidio. Did he does he he's the he's the new one from LCI and he's just literally sack another creature artifact give him a plus one plus one counter I mean he's great in in this deck I think yeah. we said it before like he himself probably wouldn't build a deck around him but he is a an infinite sack outlet amazing yeah anyway so the new commander that we're getting or the new alternate commander the new other legendary commander is Carmen cruel sky marcher that's just that's also just a metal name. It is three white black for a two two vampire soldier with flying. Whenever another player sacrifices a permanent, put a plus one plus one counter on her and you gain one life. Whenever she attacks, return up to one target permanent card with mana value less than or equal to Carmen's power from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, it's amazing. It's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's I like pretty that. Pretty darn good. Like, I I like her too. Again, really good for aristocrats. The downside yeah. is she's the one that has to do the attacking, but it's a lot yeah. of easy ways to make opponents. Tim, here is the perfect example of a flesh bag marauder deck. Like you just build around recurring flesh bag and just yeah, yeah. Every, you could just make them constantly have to sacrifice yeah. their other opponents and just buff her up. Also, I think she is um she Chris, does she counter uh uh Chatterfang? Why? Cuz it's cuz doesn't Chatterfang say sacrifice a squirrel? Uh yeah, actually. Well, it's Red, or it's a single black sacrifice X squirrels. So yeah. Yeah. So she, you cannot board wipe her with your Chatterfang infinite with Pitiless Plunder. And if anything, if you're using Pitiless Plunderer and you're uh, sacrificing a token to give him that mana, you make her double of whatever you're doing. Oh my god, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, if somebody, I didn't even think about this. It says sacrifice is a permanent, it's not a permanent card, <laughs> but a permanent. Yep. Any this, player sacrifices any a permanent. Player, so you sack a treasure, boom, she's bigger. Oh my God. She's Eldraine. She I, is Eldraine. Absolutely Eldraine. Down. But, but hold on. This is on average. So do you think her and Alenda make up for? Oh yeah. The- Alenda makes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alenda's <laughs> okay, a great cool. card. Yeah. There is no doubt in my mind that Alenda is a good card. I really like Carmen too. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. so good. <laughs> yeah, I really like Carmen. Yeah. Alenda to the Dusk Road is just a really good card. There's a reason she's almost six bucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to new cards. What vampire cards did we get? 
So <laughs> here we go. Charismatic Conqueror. One on a white for a 2-2 vampire soldier. Vigilance. Whenever an artifact or creature enters the battlefield untapped and under an opponent's control, they may tap that permanent. If they don't, you create a 1-1 white vampire creature token with lifelink. That's pretty good. So much for Chatterfang again. Oh, they really just wanted to get this is, this is the anti Chatterfang deck. I love it. You're gonna you're gonna get rid of your Brina deck and just buy this deck. And anytime I'm like, I'm gonna play Chatterfang, you're gonna just dump this on the board. I might. <laughs> That's a really good plan. <sighs> like, like the, the the new cards in here are just really really cool. I really like them. So, like, here's one, March of the Canonized, X white white for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, create X one one white vampire creature tokens with lifelink. At the beginning of your upkeep, if your devotion to white and black is seven or greater, create a four three white and black vampire demon creature token with flying. Free token every turn. Why not? <laughs> free token. That's so a good. Free four three flyer. Okay, and then listen to this one. Promise of Atklazots, which is, I think that's the bat god from, from the set. Yes. yes. Uh, one in a black for an enchantment, but it's also an adventure. So two in a black for the, the sorcery adventure, which says, sacrifice a non-demon creature if you do create a 4-3 white and black vampire demon creature token with flying. And then the enchantment says, at the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice a non-demon creature if you do populate. Sack a 1-1 one, one to make another 4-3. I kind of like that. Oh, God. This one, too, like Order of the Sacred Dusk. This is the big beefy boy. Six mm -hmm. white black for a 5-5 five, five vampire knight. It has Convoke, so it's not that hard to cast because you're on vampires. <laughs> because it has Convoke. So, yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Flying lifelink haste exalted. Other vampires you control have exalted. <sighs> I love this. All right. the, the only thing is I'm not a huge fan of Exalted. It's I mean it's a nice benefit. I, but in a in a token vampire deck, I feel like there's no point to it. Like you're gonna want to spread that damage around. And you're gonna especially if you've got the commander out, because you're gonna want everyone to get that that uh ability of like when it dies comes back. Draw a card. So here's the <sighs> thing though. It says Exalted and other vampires you control have Exalted. So if I have 10 creatures on the battlefield and they all have exalted, that's plus 10 plus 10, brother. No. Yeah. Whenever a creature you control attacks alone, that creature gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Yes. So that's the exalted trigger on him. So if I have two creatures on the battlefield. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Order okay. of the Sacred Dusk has exalted. And I, I never mind. the other thing. It gets plus one plus one. If I have 10 things with exalted, that's 10 triggers. Okay, yeah, I I was thinking it only triggered on them. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm oh, with oh this is great okay. in here. Never mind. I take it back. That's so good. That's so, <laughs> that's so freaking good, man. Holy crap! All right, new cards. This is from Eldraine. We yes. just we just got to keep it moving. Like they printed the perfect pirate, or not perfect, but like or or vampire deck. I'm kind of worried that the dinosaurs aren't going to live up to this because so far this is making they me do. really happy. They do. <laughs> All right, moving on to creature reprints. So, reprint of Bloodgast with new art. Incredible. That's great. Uh, a Cruel Celebrant. Cruel Celebrant. Great reprint. That's, yeah. 
Twilight Prophet. Let me talk about Twilight Prophet a little bit. When I built when I when I built my life gain deck, I had to buy a Twilight Prophet. And at the time, they were like twenty dollars. I was like, all right, yeah, it's a good card. I'll go ahead and buy it. It's <laughs> like three bucks now. Not too pleased about that one, but it is a very good card. Vona they reprinted Butcher of Magan. Who? Vona? Did you see the Vona Butcher of Magan that's in this? Oh my god, that's so good. We already talked about that card, and you <laughs> said it's crappy. I hate you. <laughs> uh, overall, I would say reprints. This is a seven for creatures. I think so. I think they're good, but they're probably not. I don't think they're insane. Like they're not. They're they're good vampires. Yes, you know? exactly. they're just they're just yeah. good vampires, and the deck just works really well together. Instant sorcery reprints again. There really isn't a lot going on here. Oh, Butcher of shares Butcher Malakir. I like Butcher Malakir. I don't know if that's a good card or not, but I like it. It's a good card. Uh, Swords to Plow shares Dam, so they include a Dam, which is a great card. <laughs> black Black for a sorcery destroy target creature. A creature destroyed this way can't be regenerated or overload to white white. So it's yep. a situational board wipe. There's your return to dust. Utter end, so good. Utter end, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good list. I'd I say this is a seven. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Now, again, where the real money comes in is artifacts and enchantments. They've got it, Chris. The good one. They got the Wayfarer's Bauble. This is Wayfarer's Bauble, but also uh, Exquisite Blood. <laughs> yeah, so we were getting an Exquisite Blood reprint, which it's. I think it was Jumpstart the last time it's been reprinted. Yep. So I think this is only the third printing of it. It's such a good card. It, you could like breathe on this card and it combos. It It's so stupidly. It's so breakable that it made Sanguine Bond good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again, this is from Eldraine for artifact enchantments. The enchantments, I mean, the artifacts, nothing really to, to write home about, but they're they're fine they're fine but there is a wayfarer's bobble there is a wayfarer's bobble so like automatically it's cedh but we'll yeah. we'll bring that back down because also yeah, yeah. exquisite bloods there lands there's a bajuka bog yes there's this is the best deck they printed this is the back deck they've ever printed in the history <laughs> of magic uh this is a seven for lands i mean they're fine yeah i think temple of silence scry land they, yeah they they do better like I feel like the lands are better the less colors there are. I think you're right, which is the opposite of what I feel like it should be. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Well, they don't have to spend as much money, so they're like, ah, whatever, we'll just reprint some of the better lands and the two colors. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, anyway. All right, uh, out-of-the-box playability. This is from Eldrain. Not even yeah. a question. This deck yeah. is just going to crush out-of-the-box. It's it's going to be you're just going to overrun people with vampires and demons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do they include any demons in this deck at uh, all? Let's look. I don't think they did. Vampire wizard, knight, cleric, noble, knight, aetherborn, vampire, yaheni, vampire, rogue, vampire, vampire, ally, really even an ally. Oh, I forgot. Drana's getting reprinted in this. Oh, Drana, yeah, yeah. No, not a single, not a single demon. You just make a shit ton of them. You just make all of them demons, and then just get something for it. Yep, I, I really like it. Yeah, out of the box is Eldrain. 
<laughs> and then fun factor, I think you and I kind of are both agreeing. I would have fun with this deck. I think I would too. So overall, we're going to say Blood Rites is this is from Eldraine. I, yeah. I support that. I, I'm happy with that. I and Finally, there's like another vampire to get excited about that isn't Markov. Yeah. Like, and it's interesting because, you know, obviously Markov is in Marty when this is only in Orzov. Yeah. So it's, it's a little different. Like, like you're, you're sure I'm putting a Tessa Karlov into this deck. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Markov. If you want to build the strongest vampire deck, there's absolutely no reason to not go with Markov. But like, if you want to build a fun, interesting deck, do that. Like, Markov's yeah. value. This is this is interest for me. You know, yeah, exactly. I think if anything, I would want to build uh, Carmen. Carmen would also be fun. Carmen would be fun. I'll build this deck and you build Carmen. Oh, OK. I'll just buy the precon and just do exactly what I'll just switch them <laughs> out. Just yeah, just swap them and I'll buy yeah. the precon and do nothing. Perfect. All right, moving on. The next one is Explorers of the Deep. This is a green-blue deck. We have a Simic deck. And... Gross. Yeah, whatever. It's... Uh, the, the face commander is Hackball of the Surging Soul. So, two green-blue for a 3-3 Merfolk Scout. At the beginning of combat on your turn, each Merfolk creature you control explores. Whenever Hackbull of the Surging Soul attacks, you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you don't, draw a card. Well, I think they want to give Merfolk some love. I was just thinking that. I was like, wow, such an underrepresented type end. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's I not like we just good. got Zvileune. Uh I forget which one that is. That's the mono blue Merfolk tribal commander but yeah no this is hackball is incredible hackball is so good yeah all of them explore they get a plus one plus one counter if you <sighs> yeah and then when he attacks you can put a land from yeah yep. that's... and of course you're in simic so you're already gonna have 87 lands in your hand anyway that is such a simic card it makes me nauseous I think the problem that I have is like there really hasn't been. I guess there's um, Tatiova is a is a mer is she a merfolk? Uh, I think so. Yeah, she's like a merfolk like druid or something. Yeah, you're probably right. Ben but, yeah, Tatiova Benethic druid. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So like we've had other good merfolk commanders in the past but this one just really brings it all together it's so stupidly good it's <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and say this is for Meldrain. yeah it is but we're not happy about it but we're not happy so but we're lots... so biased <laughs> yes we definitely are <laughs> uh so obviously the theme of this deck is merfolk and exploration it's simic mm -hmm. you're gonna have 100 lands doesn't matter you might as well run this at 99 lands and you'll still figure out a way to win. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of alternate commanders, lots of legendary creatures in here. A uh, great reprint of Kumena, Tyrant of Orazka. Another really, really good merfolk kindred commander. Uh, 
Tatiova is in here. Is she? Yep. Oh, there she is. Yeah, she's yeah. a purple druid, so she's really good. Prime Seeker Zagana is really good. She's so I love that card. Tishana Voice of Thunder is a really good. They got tons. They basically reprinted all of like other than Svalion. Nope, she's in here. I lied. They reprinted <laughs> every single like legendary uh Merfolk, basically. Yeah, you just can't run Svalion in this deck. As the commander. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're all really good reprints. That's again. This is a seven. <laughs> well, hold on. Have you read the new commander yet? Oh, we didn't. I, you're right. We haven't even I read the new commander yet. Chris, I do you want to butcher his name or do you want me to butcher his name? I'll try it. Okay. Zola Toyak. I think that's I think, pretty good. I think it's a H sound. I think it's Hola Toyak. Hola Toyak. Again, if it's like Mesoamerican, I think the X is like an H. Okay. Zola Toyak. <laughs> The, the smiling flood. The smiling flood. <laughs> Four green blue for a six six salamander serpent. Okay, stop. <laughs> Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, put a flood counter on target land. That land is an island in addition to its other types for as long as it has a flood counter on it. At the beginning of your end step, untap each permanent you control with a counter on it. So just get all your lands back. And not just that. Anything with a plus one, plus one counter. All of the merfolk that just explored all untap. Wait a minute. I didn't, even, I didn't even pick up on that. It doesn't specifically say flood counter. It literally just says counter. Chris, <sighs> this is so stupid. <laughs> this is, I'm so mad. Like, why? <laughs> why couldn't this have been in vampires? <laughs> oh, my God. So much. Okay, so now we're grafting. This goes straight into, like, Experiment Crash. This goes oh, this, into everything. This is going straight into Atraxa. Every Atraxa deck that's ever been Atraxa has He's this getting in a cute little salamander. Yeah, smiling flood. A little six, six, <laughs> smiling flood. Look at him. He's like, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alternate Commanders, this is for Meldrain. He's all so of the good legendary merfolk and then a salamander and the salamander almost outshines them. This thing has like seven alternate commanders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you could basically, what do I want to play today? Let's roulette it. All right. Moving on to new cards. What a surprise. It's merfolk themed. <laughs> okay. Well, we can't be mad about that. It's literally. No, I know. <laughs> I know. But honestly, the new merfolk that aren't. Like. They're not super, super impressive. So, like, here's one singer of the Swift Rivers. One green blue for a 3-2 Merfolk Shaman with Flash. When it enters the battlefield, put a shield counter on another target creature you control. And you may cast Merfolk spells as though they have Flash. Ugh, that's good. So that's good. But again, a lot of, like, Merfolks, I don't know. Like, Chris. I feel like they're not going to have a bajillion ETB effects for Merfolks. Chris. Yeah ripples of potential you just completely skipped that did i miss one one okay. in blue for an instant that says proliferate then choose any number of permanents you control that had a counter put on them this way those permanents phase out that's so stupid <laughs> so, well it's yes and no i mean I, I don't think that's like in this deck it's really good but it's not going to be anywhere else you know oh no, no I'm, but i'm specifically in this deck and any counters deck with blue, obviously. I think that's real. That's so good. That's you. You get a phase. You like a phase out. 
It's like a Teferi, yeah. it's basically a Teferi's protection for any c- counters matters deck. But it doesn't doesn't phase you out. That's fair. But, right. So like, oh, let me just phase out my entire board, and then people are just gonna be like, well, I'll just attack you. True. That's fair. You know. So it's mm-hmm. it's good, but it's not as good as I want it to be. Any permanence? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because technically you could have counters. Yeah. But you can't. You're not a permanent, so you can't phase yourself out. Yeah. Okay, but I still think that's good. I think wave goodbye is better. Two blue blue for a sorcery. Return each creature without a plus one plus one counter on it to its owner's hand. <laughs> so stupid. That's better. Like, that's that crazy. That is better, but I, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. Oh, this is, I, I'm just gonna pick this deck apart and make a track. So so simic. <laughs> yeah, y- yeah. Like, like, here's a good one. Deep root historian. Three green for a, or three and a green for a three three merfolk druid. Merfolk and druid cards in your graveyard have retrace. You're in Simic. You're going to have seven lands in your hand. You just blew up my Merfolk. Eh, I'll get them back. Well, because you explored and like all of those Merfolk and Druids that you explored with. Throw a land away. Get them back. It's so stupid. Yeah. Here's here's their standard for magic nowadays where they're just like, yeah, it does one thing. Let's double it. Topography tracker. Two and a green for two, two Merfolk scout. When it enters the battlefield, create a map token. If a creature you control would explore, instead it explores. And then it explores again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Let's just double explore. Why are we doubling oh everything? Why is everything Tri- getting doubled nowadays? Tributary, tributary instructor, three and a green. Uh, four, four merfolk shaman with mentor and says, whenever a creature you control dies with a plus one, plus one counter on it, draw a card. <laughs> so Sorry. sure. Wipe my board. I get all my cards. I get a bunch of cards in hand. I mean, there's lots of cards that do stuff like that. I'm not super blown away by that one. Okay, well, shut up. Yeah, whatever, okay? Anyway, overall, fine. I feel like it's good new Merfolk cards, but none of them, like, blow me away. Wave Goodbye is good, but I feel like a lot of it is being carried by Wave Goodbye. Yeah. Like, Mistancer? Meh. Yeah, I mean, that one's fine. I'm gonna say this is a 7 for new cards. I think I think there's a couple. I like Deep Root Historian. You think it should be Eldraine? No, no, no. no. But I think oh, you said it's okay. just being carried by Wave Goodbye, and I feel like there's other good ones, but that's clearly the best. Yeah, for sure. All right, Creature Reprints. Herald of the Stre- Secret Streams. That's all you needed? That's all I needed. That's, that's all it. you need right there? This, that's is, this is at least from Eldraine. <laughs> we are also getting a reprint of Metallic Mimic, which is a really good reprint. Uh, obviously, all of the legendary merfolk that are valuable. Thassa, we're getting a reprint of Thassa, God of the Sea. I can't it's believe the- that's creeped up to five bucks. Yeah, I'm. I'm also interested why they didn't reprint the other Thassa, the one that lets you blink. But isn't that Bident of Thassa? So the Bident of Thassa does that, but there's also a Thassa that does that too. Oh, okay. Is Biden of Thassa in here? I don't see it. It is not. not. I think it was in the Pirates deck. Was it? I remember seeing it. Yeah, Biden of Thassa. (laughs) So they threw that in here. The Pirates stole Thassa's Biden. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Wait, that doesn't blink. 
You may draw a card. It's just a draw. Okay. Oh, we're going to run. My bad. So overall creature reprints, I'm going to go ahead and say this is a seven. Like Merfolk deck. Yeah. It's they're good reprints. Yeah. Uh, Instance and sorcery reprints. Rapid hybridization is a really good one. Uh, Quandrix Command, really? They they throw a couple of the Strixhaven ones in here. They really have. I mean, but if you think about it, that one does kind of fit. If, like, yeah, if that people, one does fit. If if you don't remember, it's one green blue for an instant. Choose two. Return target creature, planeswalker to its owner's hand. Counter target artifact or enchantment spell. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature, which is probably the one you're going to be picking. And target player shuffles up to three cards from their graveyard into their library. So probably the counter and then putting two plus one plus one counters on. Oh, sure. I mean, no, it, it just fits the theme. Yeah, yeah. I gotta say, this is a seven. You don't like Curse of the Swine? Curse of the Swine is one of the greatest removal cards. It's, yeah. It's a really good targeted removal card. Yeah, so, so, you You think it's better? Do you think, should I read off Curse of the Swine? I feel like. You think this is a EDH or not EDH? You think this is an Eldrain list? No, I just feel like I, I I didn't hear you mention it. So I, I very I possible. It? I just straight up skipped it. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, and it's in blue and I hate it. Yes. Again, <laughs> uh, artifacts and enchantments. I think a lot of the money for this particular deck is in the enchantments. We're getting two really good reprints in branching evolution and reflections. Or I'm sorry. Kindred discovery. Reflections of Lich are is a good card too, but Kindred Discovery is a really good card. Oh yeah, I mean I like Reflections, but yeah, Kindred is better. I mean I think this is just a good deck to introduce your friends to Simic Ascendancy and how that is going to win you the game. Yes, twenty or more counters. If only it's at a thousand or more counters. Hey man, dude, <laughs> put that one artifact in here. Might as well. Oh no, it's actually it's just plus one plus one counters. It's not any counters. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, artifacts, I mean, nothing to write home about. Soul Ring, Signets, Boots. Not spear, even a Wayfarer's Bobble. Literally Bobble. not even a Wayfarer's Bobble. So, Baby's what I do think... First... <laughs> Baby's first Bobble. Do you think Do you think it's Eldraine? I don't know. I mean, the, the inclusion of Branching Evolution and Kindred Discovery is nice, but I, you know what? I'm going to give it a 7 because of how crappy the artifacts are. I, I kind of... I was thinking, if anything, those are like the only case to make that it's it's seven but i think it's probably less i think it's a seven i mean uh, i guess i yeah. it's really just for those two cards oh for sure lands here we go again oh reliquary tower is a nice reprint that's a good one it's been and a while i think we said it the other uh, like a couple episodes ago we have not had a reliquary tower reprint in a while a hot minute but that's the only one that's good no bajooka bug no, but you can't even have a bajuka bug. Yeah, you can. Bajuka bug's black, brother. I do. I don't think lands count, do they? Do they? They don't have a color identity. Do. It's a. You can't put like, like in commander. You can't put like a. So what you're thinking of are fetch lands, which in that particular case, they go find a land of whatever, right? But. You cannot put a mountain in a deck that does not have red in it. Okay, so I think I just misunderstood. So this is saying lands are colorless, 
since they have no casting cost and no color indicator, but they still have a color identity. Yes. So I think I was thinking of that because there's uh, there's one Eldrazi spell that says destroy all colored permanents and it doesn't destroy lands, obviously. Correct. Because because lands are colorless permanents, but they do have a color identity. Just yeah. Like okay. Said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you think this is a seven for lands or because of the reliquary tower? Or do you think we go lower? I mean, I think because this is a look at all of the the things just because it has the reliquary tower, it might be a seven. Good enough. All right. Out of the box playability. Honestly, all four of these decks, I got to say, they all are going to play really well out of the box. I was I was just thinking that I was like, even even though I don't like it, I think it's still playable. Oh, yeah. Fun factor. It's Merfolk. It's baby's first deck for fun factor for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a Merfolk Kindred deck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've, I've played against Dave enough to know what Merfolk do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Overall, so, it's a seven. Overall, it's a seven. I think that I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. It's time. It's time. Go ahead. Yay. All right. The one everyone's been waiting for, including me, although I now have very high expectations. It's first off. Can we new? Can we add in a new category of uh, deck names? Great name for this deck. Velociraptor. <laughs> it's just so great name for this. So deck. good. Great name. <laughs> Cedh. Okay. Um, the face commander is Petzala, the Sun Favored, for two red, green, white. You get a four-four legendary dinosaur. This is whenever Pantsala, Sun Favored, or another dinosaur enters the battlefield under your control, you may discover X, where X is that creature's toughness. Do this only once each turn. I think he is good. I like that you're basically getting Dinosaur Cascade, but fixed Cascade. I don't like that it's only one each turn, so max you can do it is four until you're, like, three. No, Dinosaurs are slivers now. What do you mean dinosaurs are slivers? <laughs> this is basically the first sliver. Just dinosaur form. True. <laughs> it's a capped first sliver. I I like it. I definitely think it is very good. It is it's dinosaur cascade, but it's capped. So it's kind it's a little it it uh is self-regulating. It is in white, so you can probably flicker it if you're really trying to do that. I mean, are you? I mean, if you're trying to cascade, kind of, yeah. Okay. I just think it'd be a fun... Imagine just a dinosaur being in front of you, like, roaring at you, spittle flying into your face, and you're about to die, and then it just goes... And it's gone. (laughs) And then... Okay. It's back, and there's another dinosaur. (laughs) I'm a different dinosaur. (laughs) Uh, I I like it. I think it's good. It's, it's good. It's amazing for dinosaurs. It's yeah. You know, it's cheaper to cast than Zakama. It's cheaper to cast than pretty much all of the dinosaur legendary dinosaurs. Yeah. So it's going to get you. The problem is it itself, like being dinosaurs at a really high power level, like in toughness level, it's going to be tough because, you know, you're not going to really hit the likelihood of you hitting a dinosaur in the next X cards based on toughness if you cast it is pretty low 
Yes. Yeah. You're you want to you're going to like play it and then the next turn you're going to try and cheat out a dinosaur. Exactly. And then it's going to go from there. Exactly. You try to cheat out your Zakama or your Apex Altasaur. Exactly. Or like yeah. That, that can at least then start giving you other things. So. I think it's fine. I think it's like a watered down version of uh, Zuladoc. Zuladoc. The the Eldrazi Cascade Cascader. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good and it's and it's great, especially if you really want a dinosaur deck. This is this is a good guy to do. Um, but I think it's more reined in than 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 like Zuladoc was. I mean, the nice thing about it is it does give you the option for drawing the card. Right. The discover, yeah. I think, is better. Discover is better, I feel, than not. Well, Cascade is more chaotic. Right. At least discover yes. lets you draw the card. Yeah. So anyway. I. Of the face commanders. It's better than Brass, but I think Clavelinio and Hackball are better. I I agree. So like this is like a this is a Eldraine is how I want to word this. Like we need like that 3.5 tier. Or was it or is it Eldraine was a seven? No, I think this is a <laughs> Eldraine. This is a Eldraine. This oh, is an Eldraine. We've I'm done sorry. We've messed this up uh, a lot. Was this from Eldraine? Not this is from Eldraine. <laughs> Fixing oh, that now. Yeah, thing. we screwed that up real bad. Oh, because there's one in the, the Virtue and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's fixed now. Was this from Eldraine? Okay, so we're going to have it. This is a Eldraine. Yeah, so this you can see a- Sliver Swarm. This is an Eldraine. Yep. Yeah. Okay, fixed. All right. <clears throat> Uh, moving on, alternate commanders. So obviously Zakama is in here, who I now know what a Zakama is. <laughs> you now know. Uh, the new alternate commander is Weta Trainer Prodigy. A red, green, white for a 1-5 human warrior with haste. Two and a green and tap. Target creature you control fights another target creature. This ability costs two less to activate if it targets two creatures you control. If a creature you control being dealt damage causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, this ability triggers an additional time. What if you wanted to stalemate the game with Polyraptor and the other one, but in half the time? Genius! (laughs) So, I guess this is just Fight Harmonicon? It's fight harmonicon, yeah. Fight harmonicon. <laughs> like I like that. Okay. It's cool, but also like I don't know. I mean it's nice that it's fight. So fight has been historically a gruel color. And so introducing white into fight is kind of cool. Yeah. And, and I it think- works great with a lot of the dinosaurs because a lot of dinosaurs have like on damage trigger. Yeah, like Enrage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You look deep in thought, Tim. Because I'm reading the cards to see how that would interact. And Enrage is one of them. I think uh, there's, a, there's a few that say, like, whenever this thing is dealt damage, do, do X. So, so yeah. 
like like Ripjaw Raptor, right? Two white, two green green for a four five dinosaur. Yeah, Whenever exactly. it is dealt damage, draw a card. So yeah. okay, now I draw two. Yeah, that's good. Right, which is which is good. And and the nice thing is it could be it, like it could be a blocker too. So like and if I block with this guy, I don't necessarily have to do the fight. No, but you could play her have Ripjaw Raptor out or play them both and then if you have enough mana you can use her ability because she's got haste she only does one so she would live against that and then you yeah. play her you draw two cards you know yeah no I think she's, that's a really good value I she's <sighs> interesting she's she's like she's like the 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 oh the the alternate pirate to me where I like it yeah I'm interested to see what I could do but I am not at this current point in time, smart enough to come up with ideas. Yeah. And I, I think playing the, the face commander is probably the go-to move for right now. Agreed. It's easier. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. So I'm going to say this is a seven for her. I think so. I'm also just tired of doubling things. Like it's become their bread and butter. Like, what do we do? Oh, just make it do like a random double trigger. Like I'm surprised there isn't a commander that's like, whenever you casualty casualty twice, you know, we're we're getting there. Whenever you descend, descend four times. So if you were to make an egg, make eggs, (laughs) (laughs) a token that has tap sacrifice, make two eggs. Yeah. All right, new cards. So this is where this is where the fun begins, Tim. Oh my god. Wrathful Raptors. Uh this is one of those cards that I was looking at when we were talking about the the uh alternate commander. Uh cost four in red, it's a five five dinosaur with trample and says whenever a dinosaur you control is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to any target that isn't a dinosaur. So you could have this fight, I don't know, something else that wouldn't kill it or would kill it. I don't know. And then you just, you do a bunch of damage to them. You wipe out a bunch of their creatures. So the interesting thing about this one is it specifically says whenever a dinosaur you control. So it doesn't even have to be wrathful Raptors. You can have two dinosaurs fight each other and it gets a trigger. True. And then with the command, right. like the, the alternate commander, it does it that two triggers. Yeah, exactly. So you're just sending all of your little dinosaurs against each other yeah you know just have zakama just fight everything you could have your alternate commander fight a dinosaur egg that's true and then wow just do two damage to every creature yeah there's obviously like tim just said there's a dinosaur egg new card one in a green for an o3 dinosaur egg the name of the card is Dinosaur Egg. The creature is Dinosaur Egg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that has this happened before? I can't think of a time where this has happened. Wasn't Uncle Istvan that? Oh yeah, his creature type is Uncle Istvan. You're right. Yeah, good call. <laughs> it has That's, that was the yeah. whole meme. Yeah, X. It, so it's it's a dinosaur egg. It's O three. It's got evolve, and when it dies, you may discover X, where X is its toughness. It's fine. Because it's you're gonna hit or miss. It's 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 a random. It's a cascade. Yeah. I do like progenitor's icon. Three mana for an artifact. Mm-hmm. As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Tap. Add one mana of any color. Tap. The next spell you, of the chosen type you cast this turn can be cast as though it had flash. 
So very, very good for Kindred decks. Honestly, this could have gone in any of the decks. Yeah, I feel like much. this is four Kindred decks. It really is, yeah. It really is. Um, yeah, that could that could have gone in any. I, though I, I get why it is in this deck over the yeah. others. Um, I, I like Sunfrill Imitator too. I don't think it's broken, but I think it's good. It's two and a green for a 3-3 dinosaur. It says, whenever Sunfrill Imitator attacks, you may have it become a copy of another target dinosaur you control, except his name is Sunfrill Imitator, and it has this ability. So, I, f- I forget, to, does copying, copying does not trigger ETBs, right? Because it's already no, on the battlefield. Correct. Yeah. So but you, you could have it become an Apex Altasar. Sure. Why not as a Tulpa? <laughs> God damn it. Why not as a Tulpa? Yeah. Why not a Xenagos? Oh, wait, no, it's just Dinosaur. Never mind. That's why it's not Xenagos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's good. I think it's, like I said, it's not broken. But if you have one Apex, why not have a second? You know? You know, you make a good point. Two Italis. So, another really good one here from the Rebel. Four white, white for an enchantment. As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. At the beginning of your end step, return target creature card of the chosen type from your graveyard to the battlefield with a finality counter on it. So, really good recursion for maybe some kindred groups that don't have a lot of really good recursion. Cat dog. I mean, it true. is six mana, though, which is expensive. Yeah, that is. I was just thinking that. And it's, it's four white, white. So, that's... That's tough. But uh, you're also in green in this deck specifically, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Overall, I'd say this is a seven for the new yeah, cards. I mean, they're, they're fine. Cool. Dinosaur cards. They're pretty cool. I mean, dinosaurs, again, they just the tribe just works really, really well. And yeah. what I'm hearing from pre-release and, and findings is that the dinosaurs are really, really cool in this set. So you could probably put a really good dinosaur deck together pretty darn easily. Oh, could I? Yes. <laughs> Like, but like, I also feel like this just like, here's an example of like, I wouldn't say lazy design, but I would say design that's like, why hasn't this card existed yet? Curious Altasar, three and a green for a two, five dinosaur vigilance reach. Whenever a dinosaur you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Yeah. You know, like, that's just simple. Like, how has that card never existed? That is weird. Yeah. Are we sure that card didn't like just in some other That's name? A new card. I know it's a new card, but like, does another card do that? Oh, sure. There's tons of cards that do stuff like that, but none okay. that like I don't think for a dinosaur card. Oh, okay, okay. I guess that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to creature reprints. This is Zatalpa. <laughs> <laughs> there is. <sighs> She's there. Baby's first Zatalpa. Baby's first Zatalpa. I'm good. Uh, baby's <laughs> first Zatalpa. Like, honestly, what I might just do is just put every time there's a Zatalpa in a deck, I'm just, just going to put overall Zatalpa. Yeah, overall Zatalpa. I, I just, it's just, it, I swear to God, it's all they can reprint. And I get it. Like, it's a good, it's a pretty good closer. But name a time, Tim, that you've bought a precon and said, man, I can't waste to cast Zatalpa. <laughs> I think Zatalpa, if it had never been reprinted, would be at least like a $2 card. 
And but now because it's been printed into oblivion, it's like 10 cents. It's 39 cents. Yeah, it's <laughs> for for just a big ass bird. It's keyword soup. So I get it. It's great for precons. It does a lot of good stuff. It's got double strike. It's got everything. But oh my God. You know, <laughs> the worst part of it is we have yet to get new art for Zatalpa. We just see this big dumbass bird every single time there's another deck. That, Chris, that didn't piss me off until you mentioned it. And you're right. It's just been the same. It's like, literally it's been the same art. art. <laughs> It's been the same art always. Chris Rallis, when they, they probably had this artist, Chris Rallis, draw up this art and they're like, we've never seen better art in our lives. Yeah. This is everything I wanted in a giant flying double strike vigilance tramp, trample indestructible 4 8 primal dawn. I don't, I didn't even we tell you what top the it was. I just said Zatalpa primal dawn. You drew it and now here it is. And I, it's like, it's like you gave birth to <laughs> exactly what I thought. <laughs> Like, like at this point, I don't even want to talk about any other creature reprints. All I want to do is talk about Zatalpa. But some of them are pretty good. All right, what else is good? Um, well, so we said Ripjaw Raptor. I like Zatalpa's that Zatalpa's better. Fuck off. <laughs> Apex Altasar. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, Zatalpa's better. Zakama, Primal Do- Calamity. Zatalpa's not as good. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, don't you say, don't you do that. Uh, a good one, though, actually, is Temp. I think you may have already said it, but Temple Altasar. Uh, I did really not say that one yet, but yeah. I was gonna. Yeah. Four and a white for a dinosaur, three, four. If a source would deal damage to another dinosaur you control, prevent all but one of that damage. Perfect for the, the, the secondary commander's looking better and better with some of these extra things in there. So here's an interesting thing. Yeah. So it's, it's, you're still doing the damage. Yes. Like I could do 50 damage to a creature mm-hmm. and it triggers that it has done 50 damage to it, but then this reduces it all. Yes. So like, that's a good, that's a good play there. Yep. Um, Xenagos. I, I said it before, I think just saying his name, but like, that's a good card. I think Xenagos is maybe I'm just scared of it because every time I play with Mitch and Adam, Mitch plays Adam's, uh, uh, why can't I think of the name? The, the, the dragon that sacks and gets you three treasures and flings. Oh, uh, Zyatora. Um, Zyatora. So this thing is a closer in, in Zyatora because it just like, you know, else would be, unhinged don't you say i'm gonna say it i'm going to say it don't you say it i'm gonna say it no zatopa sucks in Zeatora because it only does four let me say this (laughs) it doesn't you you lose out on the keyword let me me say it (laughs) okay uh creature reprints overall what do you think well we put babies first zatopa so i think that's that's the thing yeah okay Instant sorcery reprints, Path to Exile, Far Seek, Rampant Growth, Thunderous Migration. Oh, there is a reprint of Akroma's Will. Yes. And you should know this card very well because I killed you with it. Did you? This is the one when we played and I played my food deck and I hit you with a 36-36 lifelink flyer, like, Hobbit. No, you... Didn't you uh, veto... Well, I hit I hit like somebody else with the the hobbits. And then because it had lifelink, it vetoed 
I vetoed you for the 36 damage. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, so it's a good closer. I mean, a Chroma's yeah. is a really good, really good card. Yeah. Uh, same thing. It's like, it's really good with like Jessica's will, right? All the wills are good. Yeah. And then uh, Chandra's Ignition is another really good sorcery too. I do like, I like Return of the Wild Speaker if I'm running a Kindred deck. Other than a human Kindred deck, but you know, whatever. Overall, I'd say this is a seven for instant sorceries. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, the rest of them are kind of meh. Artifacts and enchantments, you might as well have not even had them. Rhythm of the Wild. It's a good card, but... I like that one. Descendant's Path is pretty good. Alright, so that one's actually pretty good. Yeah, Descendant's Path is really good, especially in, in a typal deck. Okay, you're right, that's a good card. At the beginning, uh, to a degree, in front of enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature card that shares a creature type with a card, creature you control, you may cast it without putting its ma- paying its mana cost. If you don't cast it, put it on the bottom of your library. So, like, oh look, I accidentally flipped up a Zakama. I accidentally flipped up a Zatalpa. <laughs> hey, Zatalpa is want. infinitely better if you don't have to cast it. Very you don't have to pay to cast it's only it. eight mana. In in white. Shut up. Zatop is the greatest card they've ever printed. The, uh, but your right. lack of arc changes proves it. Yeah, the artifact reprints you're right are, are crap. Arcane yeah. Signet and Saw Ring, which are now the two. It's now 98 cards. Yeah. So, like, I really want to say Baby's First Zatalpa again. I'm, I'm good with that for this deck. Baby's First Zatalpa. Alright, lands... Let's continue along the baby's first Zatalpa. <laughs> yeah. Again, all the thriving Bluff, Grove, Heath, which are crap. Uh, hideaway Lands, Mosswort Bridge, which is fine, I guess. Yeah. Like the, the, the Reveal Lands. It's baby's first Zatalpa. Yeah. Out of the box playability? It's this dinosaurs, man. It's dinosaurs. Yeah. How hard can it be? <laughs> and it's ramp ramp is so good for new players yeah because it makes you feel like you're actually good at the game when you're probably not <laughs> oh that's how i still feel today yeah, exactly yeah right uh and then last but not least uh fun factor i think this is a seven for me i think so too i i think i was right i liked this is a Zatalpa, yeah. <laughs> I liked the uh, the the vampires better. I was really hoping that I would like the dinosaurs, and the vampires blew me away. I I think you're spoiled by dragons. Yeah, true. You know, so dinosaurs are good, but like at the end of the day, why wouldn't I just run Zakama or Gisath? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I would put a lot of the dra- the dinosaurs in this deck into those decks. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather just run those decks. Yeah, I agree. All right. So overall, looks like we actually had the vampire deck being the highest ranked. I think I I stand by it. It's a good deck. And I think that's a testament to vampires in general. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's not hard to end up with like 50 vampires on the board by turn seven. But I think they did a good job of making it like... New? Good, like like new and good, yeah. Like feeling new, and then also not feeling like it's the same vampire deck 
mm-hmm. every single they, time. They, I feel like they tried it with uh, Crimson Val. Yeah, the when they made the vampires tokens. blood tokens and blood tokens. I just wasn't impressed by. Yeah, they were they were fine. They were fine, but like these vampires, like they they went more of the Orzov route with this one, and I like it. And and on, if you think about it, the blood tokens parasitic never came back again. This for now, you yeah. you well for now, but like for this one, you could throw this into any deck. Like that is it just is good in vampire decks, you know? Yeah, there's there's no I I did not see a parasitic mechanic in in the vampire deck. Yeah. So like like the one Carmen, it's just like there's no parasitic mechanics in there. There's no explore. There's no mm-hmm. discover. She just is a value engine. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that that goes a long way, I feel. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I like these decks. I think of any of them, I would also get the vampire one, to be honest with you. Yeah, Do I think I, so. I don't know if I have an Orzov deck right now. I don't think I have an Orzov deck. I do, but I don't. <laughs> Maybe it's time to. Hey, that's fair. You have a precon. Maybe it's time yeah. for me to build Carmen. Oh. Mm. Anyway. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up our Ixalan review. So obviously, next week is Thanksgiving. So we hope you mm-hmm. guys had fun opening your boxes, opening your uh, going to pre release, all that stuff. Hopefully, you're getting all kinds of cool things and whatnot. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I did not get to make it. Tim nor I were able to go to pre-release this this past set, so obviously I have no feedback on what I've yeah. seen, just what I've seen on the Discord from people talking. Sounds like dinosaurs are good. Dinos are good. That's this is just in. <laughs> wow, wow, hot take, Tim. Yeah. So, all right, what do you say we end with a uh, anti-sponsor? Uh, sure. What what's it going to be, Chris? Oh well, well, why don't you tell me, Tim? Uh, <laughs> I think I think I've got one for this week. Um, it's not going to be relatable to everybody, but I think it'll be very relatable to people who it does relate to. Um, my contacts. I don't know whoever is out there that wears contacts. Uh, I don't know if you've been forced to move to the dailies. Like my the the my insurance just only covers daily contacts and it's infuriating because i have yet to find a uh, brand of dailies that does not make my eyes feel like shit after two hours maybe like not even it's not a daily it's not i I haven't it hasn't been a day it's been a few hours they're hourlies and it's really annoying because they're freaking expensive and i the the it's for what they cost and what they give you just wear glasses like it's it's insane. I Chris isn't even listening to me. He's just browsing Facebook. I don't I don't wear glasses. You can at least listen. I ain't got time. I listened to you when you talked about boba tea. Yeah, because that's actually gross. Your eyes are fine. I had boba tea and it's not gross. You're dumb. <sighs> Tim, I'm sorry your eyeballs suck. Thank you, Chris. That's all I was looking for. Okay, you're right. I needed to be more empathetic. Look, I can't even open my eyes because they are burning. My eyes burn at the sight of this white monitor screen. 
Yeah, I bet. Honestly, that's probably why my eyes dried out because you blinded me oh with your non-dark. So dramatic. <laughs> oh my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Oh my eye holes. My brand. <laughs> my my eye holes. I'm eye hole six, man. Six eye holes. <laughs> yeah, he actually shows up and just punches you. If yeah. you eat if you eat eye hole cereal. Yeah. But it's worth it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Get up out of my eye holes. <laughs> God, we're stupid. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's. How about we get into some plugs? Yeah. Thank you for listening to Casual Commander. Give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter for weekly magic content. We also have a Discord and Patreon, so be sure to check those out as well. Links can be found at casualcommanderpodcast.com. See you next week. Thank you, Evie. And yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, be sure. I know, I know we don't really say this every week, but be sure to come check out us, check out our discord. Uh, we actually, a couple weeks ago had two different pods going at the same time. So we're getting a lot of growth and a lot of new discussions going on in there. And we'd love to see more people join and play games with us. So like mm-hmm. Tim and I tried to make, we're trying to make efforts to, to play with you guys. So be sure to at least get in the discord and come join some of the really good discussions that we have going over there. Yeah. Plus, obviously, I haven't said this in a while, but perks on the Discord if you're a patron. Haha, self promotion because we don't yeah. have sponsors. Uh, do it. It's good. <laughs> do it. It's good. You get stickers. Democratic is the right vote, Philly. <laughs> so, so do. do. <laughs> well, all right. I, I'm done self plugging. It's been a long time since I've actually done a plug. I mean, outside of Evie's yeah. plugs, yeah. Yeah, thank God for Evie. Yeah. Yeah, well, all right. Until next time, guys. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And this is Casual Dinosaur. And we... Rawr!